0: Hi everyone, Isha here. A couple of quick things. You can find us on Twitter at Pod. We'd like to thank Barb Daly for the use of her artwork for the podcast. There's also a quick problem in the episode where for some reason my mic didn't record the part where I explain about Hinduism influences in Japanese culture through Buddhism. So you can find that information in the show notes if you're interested. Anyway, enjoy the show. (laughs) Shiokyo, our Sailor Moon podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Isha, and today we're finishing up the Tree arc, at last.
1: <laughs> Again, it's not a very long arc, but boy oh boy is that
0: a lot to cover. <laughs> There's so much to talk about, it's so bizarre. Yeah. So, we last left off with the Snow White play that got ruined by the Bipirou cardian and this episode is this episode's kind of (laughs) weird it's kind of cute i mean i feel like like this episode is kind of weird that's like every episode in this arc but this episode is it's cute until we get to like the point where they have to fight the enemy
1: yeah it's my favorite uh monster like There's some of them I like the appearance more. There's some of them I like the powers more. Like, I don't don't think this one has, like, a special character design or anything like that. But it's the Cardian that just gives no fucks. Like,
0: it will not obey Ale at all. No, it just shows up and starts causing chaos. And um, knowing your sheer chaotic energy, yeah, that tracks.
1: My favorite part is he's like, He's, he says, so he's trying to direct it. Should I save this for when we actually get into the story, but... (laughs) Yes. Okay. I
0: just, I got, okay. Go for it, because... Okay, so this episode, um, opens with them fighting an unnamed Cardian. Like, they defeat this Cardian and Aelena and curse them, and then they teleport. And I guess they get no energy from this, because the next day, and... is very very tired in school and isagi shows up late as usual but instead of getting scolded by her teacher she's just kind of like it's fine and we find out that the reason it's fine is because um haruna sensei is looking forward to a date that she has and then she gets a phone call from this guy saying like oh i'm not going to be able to make it which then puts her into a bad mood so that when she catches isagi eating lunch in class she's like okay you get detention what's wrong with you Um, and then continues with the lesson and asks on in her human form, like, okay, translate this English sentence into, translate this English sentence. And she just goes, (laughs) and everyone's like, what, what? And Sensei's like, what is that? She's like, you asked me to translate it. So I translated it into the language of my people. (laughs) And so she gets detention.
1: This is the second time in the show that she's, like, quote-unquote translated English and just babbled.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And what's great is, like, nobody's fooled by it. Like, the whole class
0: cringes both times. The class thinks it's a joke that she's messing with the teacher, and it's just, like, she just does not care. She's like, fine, whatever, I'm too tired to argue, and, like... Ail gets mad at her because he's like, "You're exposing us as being aliens," and she's like, "Whatever." <laughs> and um, he's like, "Fine, I'll I'll get I'll summon the next Cardian." Then Usagi like comes and grabs her to so that they can serve detention, and so they go off for detention. We meet uh, Minako, Rei, Mako, Luna, and Artemis because they're all meeting up. Like, okay, let's. Do our little sailor senshi chat, but Ami's in cram school, Usagi's in detention. And um all girl all the girls are like, Whatever, let's go see a movie. And the cats are like, Hey <laughs> Minaka's like, No, it's fine, and she just shoves them in a bag and like closes it. <laughs> Minaka like does not care about the welfare of these cats. <laughs>
1: <It's lying. laughs>
0: She's like, It's fine, just shut up. Like, we don't have to pay tickets for you. And so Haruna sensei, like, gives Usagi and on um, An, like, worksheets to fill out. And because, like, again, she's the English teacher. So these are English worksheets that they have to translate from English into Japanese. Usagi's bad at school, but probably worse at, like, language stuff. Um, and An has no energy. So they're both kind of like, mm, what do we do? And then Haruna-sensei gets a call from the guy she's supposed to go out on a date with and is like, oh, I'm free again. So she literally leaves school. She tells them, work on these
1: until I get back, but yeah. doesn't come back. She never comes back. <laughs> she flat out forgets these two students in our class. One of them who is like, Seems like she's she's about to go into a diabetic coma because like and she's right? so weak and so out of it because she has so little energy.
0: Yeah, so Haruna commits um, child endangerment. And <laughs> we see her later we see her later in the episode because she's like, I feel like I'm forgetting something. She's like, it can't be that important. And then we cut to like Isagi and, and it's like, mmm, okay. So Ail is like, I gotta summon a cardian. And so he summons Amanju. He summons Amanju specifically because he sees Mamoru. And he's like, I hate this guy. I'm gonna summon this cardian to take his energy specifically. Um Oh yeah, but before this, like, Usagi uh, challenges on to say, like, whoever finishes the worksheet first. um, Like, whoever finishes it last get, has to give up on Mamoru. Yeah, if they start work. This has no effect whatsoever on their ability. Because Usagi does not get through this worksheet. And on, An, because she has no energy, doesn't get through the worksheet either. Doesn't work on it at all. It, it yeah. doesn't work. But Ail yeah. attacks Mamoru through Amanju. Except, and would you like to talk about what Amanju does?
1: Uh, it's power- Oh, when he- When she- So he- he commands uh, Amanju to attack obviously but 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 she bounces like Amanju is not interested in in fighting Amanju is doing what Amanju wants to do um
0: mm-hmm.
1: it basically just kind of goes on a rampage through the town draining random people's energies uh mm-hmm. And, and she is so opposed, so she's draining energy just randomly, random people, but she's oppo- so opposed to doing whatever Ale actually tells her to do, that when he says, fine, whatever, just drain people's energy, she stops draining human energy and like jumps into a pond and grabs two ducks and starts draining <laughs> their energy. She like grabs them by the neck and starts draining their energy. And and that is probably my favorite part in this whole season. When she's just handling
0: yeah. these She's ducks. like She's like, screw these ducks in particular. <laughs> <laughs> Come on you. Like, I get it, but also, what are you doing? Please describe what she looks like.
1: Yes. So each of each of the Cardians has well, most of the Cardians have some association with some kind of folklore creature. Um, she is a massive Oni-inspired creature. So she's this big, burly,
0: um, she's got green skin, she's got, like, wild purple hair with horns. Can you explain what an Oni is for any listeners who don't necessarily know?
1: Yes! So, most often in, in English, the word Oni is, uh, like, reverted to the more familiar word ogre. They are these, um... Big, burly creatures are usually, like, guardians to the underworld. They're typically depicted with either red or blue skin. Uh, they'll often wear, like, an animal pelt and have horns and, like, a big club. And there's there's various folklore stories that, that surround the oni. And sometimes they're, um, most of the time they're malevolent, but they're not always. Sometimes they're benevolent. But they're, you know rampagey monsters you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh but yeah they go back to traditional japanese folklore but yeah so she just like plowing through the town this oni lady grabbing
0: ducks and i guess that that tracks with like oni folklore just kind of rampaging through i guess
1: yeah 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 so she just grabbing ducks and giving no fucks yep (laughs)
0: <laughs> meanwhile at school like An can't do this worksheet because she has no energy she's like what am i supposed to do like i have no energy and then she's like i'm so dumb i literally have this human right here i can steal her energy mm-hmm. and she like transforms back into like her normal alien self to reach out to usagi and usagi in like the tr- in true comedic unaware fashion like moves in a way that An keeps missing or that usagi hits her Unintentionally, it, yeah. Yeah, un, completely unintentionally. Usagi has no idea what An is doing. She has no idea that this is the bad guy. She's just like, hey, like, don't cheat, you know, like, don't, don't you look at my paper. And yeah. Like, I love Usagi, but I think in this episode I was just really annoyed by how dumb she was. <laughs> I, I think this is, like, the first time in, like, all the episodes that I've seen from, like, the first season to now where I'm just like, Usagi, like, what are you doing? Because she gets a l- even stupider later. Um, right. But anyway, because Amanji's like wreaking havoc on the town, the the cats know for some reason. I don't know how. I don't remember how. But they know and they like convince the girls to leave the movie and they don't want to because they're like halfway through and Minako's like, oh, that guy looks like Alan, like the actor in the movie. And then they they leave and go confront this... This cardian, they do the whole speech, and oh, I think it's I think Mercury contacts them because she sees like, hey, like there's this thing attacking people. You need to come meet me because all four of them are there. So she's out of cram school, and but anyways, plot convenience later. Anyways, plot convenience. <laughs> so they face off against Amanju. Ale tells Amanju to attack the senshi and she's like, I'm oh, up, no. and so she jumps away. <laughs> And, um, we go back to the school because, of course, this is where Manji is headed. And Usagi's almost done. And she goes to check on Natsumi and realizes, like, Natsumi looks like crap. And she's like, are you okay? Can I help? And Natsumi's like, okay, close your eyes and stay still for 10 seconds. And so Usagi's like, yeah, sure, because Usagi is a good person. This is not the thing where I'm, like, Usagi, you're being dumb. This is very good. This is 100% in line with what, who Usagi is as a person. So right. An starts to steal some of her energy, but then Amanju crashes in through the window. Because. <laughs> because, of course. And... Because um, she does. Ael, yeah, and so while Usagi's distracted, Ail like, tells An like, telepathically, like, we gotta get out of here, and so they teleport out. And- Mars, it, Jupiter, Venus, and Mercury—like all attack—and Manji's, like, "I'm rubber in your clue."
1: Is this? I think this is the first time we see them communicate telepathically. Though I don't remember. No, them it's doing not. It. It's not
0: okay. It's, it's just, not. They've then it was just really
1: underutilized. <laughs> it was.
0: It, this is definitely something that they've done before. Uh-huh. It was not used very often. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like Usagi, after being distracted, does not notice that An is gone. Like the Cardian is out on the field. She's watching her friends fight Amanju and is doing nothing. And it and Luna has to run inside the school, find Usagi and be like, transform and She's like, Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm Sailor Moon. <laughs> Wait a and second. And that's we when- participate in this fight. And that's where I'm really annoyed. And part, like, I'm sure it can be excused if she just had some of her energy drain, so she's not thinking. But it's also just like, this is not your first rodeo. You were literally seeing all of your friends fight a monster.
1: Right, right. She's just uh, like, oh, she... look at that.
0: Yeah. She transforms. I don't know. She's,
1: sorry, say again? I was saying, may- maybe she's just, maybe, maybe she's just sick and tired of helping them since they disregard her feelings when it comes to mammoners so often. <laughs> Like, eh.
0: like, I'm gonna let this Cardian beat you guys up.
1: <laughs> just for, <laughs> they just can take bit. care of this themselves. Yeah, they don't care about my well-being. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's not and... at all. She just <sighs> doesn't do anything. It's not,
0: not even a little bit. She just transforms. She jumps down. She's tired because her enemy, her enemy, her energy has been stolen. And uh, of course, Amanji's about to attack. Moonlight Knight appears. Says whatever he says. Tell Sailor Moon to attack, and she does. Kills off Amanju. Everything's fine. Um, both Usagi and An, like rush to get back to the classroom, so neither will suspect each other. And... Right. With the energy that On got from Usagi, she's able to finish the worksheet. So... Since they finished it at the same time, they agree that, like, Mamoru has to choose between the two of them. And... The episode ends showing the Doom tree, the makaiju, and it's glowing ominously. And that's the- that's that episode. That's the Amanju episode. It's wonderful. I love it.
1: <laughs> and I actually really like the interactions just between the two girls in the classroom. Because mm-hmm. it's just- it's so awkward. It's so weird. You know? And Usagi is- is just- Peak, uh,
0: just, I just peak usagi, peak I usagi, think the, <laughs> airhead. I think the only episode, yeah. I think the only episode in these 13 episodes where I feel like usagi has good rapport with the other senshi is the hanami episode because otherwise they're like separated or everybody's discounting her feelings.
1: Literally, the only relationship that has any development in this season, is between Usagi and Anne. That's the only mm-hmm. one. And then, yeah. at the end of the season, Anne leaves and is gone forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I take that um, back. Naru and Umino have good development the whole time. They're the only couple I, that, that I makes d- sense.
0: Yeah, and I do love that. They're very cute. They stay together for, like, the rest of the series, right?
1: They do! Yeah.
0: Yeah. Until Healthy they- relationship
1: until they disappear
0: <laughs> until they disappear until like they're no longer applicable yeah
1: they become less and less important
0: <laughs> right um so the next episode is the second to the last episode of this mm-hmm. arc um where isagi is just walking around and then fa- and is like sp- followed by ale <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. who then is like want to go on a date because she's daydreaming about going on a date Mamoru is in a bookstore. An finds him and is like, hey, let's go out. They go to the same cafe. And then Ale and Anne get mad at each other. Because it's just like, you said you were staying home to do homework. And it's like, you said you were going to the library to do homework. <laughs> right. And they're furious at each other. And, like, Mamoru and Isaki are like, you guys are, like, weirdly invested in each other for, like, being siblings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is not great and so like mamaroon and like you're mm. like um but Alan and Ann go back to their apartment and then they find the doom tree is losing leaves, so it's dying and they're like we gotta get more energy and then we see it's really cute i think it's like at an amusement park or maybe it's just a park there's like a little live action show and this is a thing that happens in japan they'll have like little live action shows where people will wear like the costumes of like a power ranger like a common rider or whatever and someone comes out in like a monster uniform and like the kids all shout to you know like you gotta defeat the monster it's behind you like that sort of thing they're like melodramas but like with superheroes oh there's like a word for this in england this is like a thing that happens around christmas time and i can't remember what they're called
1: like a type of play Pantomime.
0: pantomime they're called pantomimes Mm. Yeah, pantomimes and they're like shortened to pantos where it's just like it's it's a performance that heavily relies on like audience participation.
1: They're super cute. I I did a melodrama here. I think that's kind of the version that we have because even though it doesn't mm. really do a lot of like there it, it it's not so much uh dependent on the audience, but there's a lot of, of uh fourth wall breaking where we we can quip to the audience and stuff like that. Um mm. <laughs> I think that's the closest. I, I did, like, a, a little old Western one. Anyways. Right. But I wish um, we did it more often. I wish it was more of a thing, because it's fun.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, it would be nice if people brought pantas over to the U.S., but that's not going to happen. Um. Anyway, so- We there's can make really it catch- happen! <laughs> we can't. We can't. They're just not going to catch up. <laughs> okay. There's just- no, there's just not, like, a theater culture in the U.S.,
1: it's not major. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's no theater culture. Like, that's a thing that you do if you're going to New York City and you're like, I'm going to go see a show on Broadway because that's apparently the only theater that exists in this well, country. It's no, not. No, that,
1: that's not true. It's, but it's a whole, like, subculture. There's a huge theater community. Right.
0: It's a, yeah, it's a subculture, but it's yeah. not something, but it's, it's something that, it's like, not people street. have to seek out. Yeah, people have to seek out. It's not just, like, a part of life where it's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, we put on plays, we do this, we do that. Like, most schools don't have art departments.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's very you niche. Know? Yeah, it's niche. Um, right. But it's there. Like, like, we've got, like, four theaters that people perform at and attend regularly,
0: you know? Right, but, but it's not the same in Europe where, like, no. that's a part of their culture, like, in various European countries.
1: Right. It's a thing. There are theater people. Not everybody just goes to the theater. It's got to be a thing you're into. You're a theater person, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Anyways, so Imino and Nari were attending this, like, it's a Sailor Moon show. Um, And Usagi and Luna see a sign. They're like, well, we have to go, obviously. And that's when the cardigan Yamandaka appears. And would you like to describe Yamandaka?
1: Yeah, Yamandaka's... It kind of made me uncomfortable, I think, because she's she's so derpy, for one thing, and yet she's so prominently based off of a, like, a god that is is very widely worshipped in modern day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She is clearly st- styled after the Hindu god Shiva. And uh, she has she sits on top of a lotus and floats around. She has multiple arms and multiple faces. Her face like move from one face to another face, but most of most of them are like really silly, goofy faces. Um, and I think that's what's so weird about it for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, and eh, let me see what else do I have in my notes about it? Because uh, other than the appearance, there's not really a lot in common with it. Um, right.
0: There's there's nothing that actually connects it. It's really just the aesthetic.
1: Yeah. It really is just a rip off the aesthetic, of course. And, and that she's, she's of course female like the rest of the Cardians and mm-hmm. she doesn't have like a blue skin tone. She has a uh,
0: just... um, She's pale. She's pale. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Not well, clear. I mean it's not completely out of the realm. It doesn't it doesn't not make sense for Japan to use that imagery. Oh, no. So it's not out of the realm of possibility to be inspired by that. And again, religion is not something that is really important to a lot of Japanese people. Like, unless you're super Christian or, like, the small growing population of Muslims in Japan, like, you, like, religion is not really a thing for you. Right. So all of it just seems like fair game to them. Right, right. There's not this national consciousness of like I have to respect this because this is what people believe it's just kind of like I mean this, we, we're all Shinto you know so it's like whatever this looks cool I'm gonna do this yeah that,
1: that's mm-hmm. like that kind of reminds me of uh, Evangelion because they used all of this they just piled on the Christian iconography and like afterwards people are really, like trying to analyze it and figure out like the deeper meanings when most of it was well, yeah, I went with that creative choice cuz it looked cool. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: There's a lot of there's a lot of Christian iconography in anime in anime and manga just across the board, and it's not because they're like this is like we are really interested in the theology of Christianity. It's just like I think crosses look cool. Yeah. Nuns wear cool habits. Yeah. Let's make like, it that's a cool it. battle nun. <laughs> yeah. They're like I appreciate the aesthetic and I don't know anything about your god. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah but it, it's the only one that like i found like a little bit cringy and just because it was so just like one for one to one in the iconography like some of these it's mm-hmm. like most of these are based off creatures with the exception of i think it was a i think there's the mm-hmm. only two like that one and yaman dakar the only ones that are
0: clearly based off of like a deity and right, and at least asu is, like, their own deity, so. <laughs> right, that's a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's from your mythology, like, it's fine, you can do whatever. Right, but, um,
1: but Yamandaka, like, you would think, like, if they were gonna use such powerful imagery, like, this would be, like, a mini-boss.
0: But it's, it's not,
1: you know what I mean? It's not. Yamandaka it, throws
0: down some petals that, like, suffocate people and steal their energy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it, she's, she's kind of, she's kind of a joke. Like, the different faces have no deep meaning. Like, they, they don't represent, like, different faces of this deity. They just, when she wants to sh- convey different motions, it swivels around, kind of like the, uh, the mayor from, um, uh, Hallyntown. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, the He-Man character. <laughs> yeah. Just rotate your face. Okay, that's the direction we're going with that, all right.
0: Yeah, it's not great. It's um, not great. Anyway, it's not the worst. I've seen much worse. There's definitely I mean, much worse out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's a... There's, it's there a, a little cringe. East, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of East Asian countries who don't understand why blackface is bad. Oh, yeah, that's a lot no of No matter cringe. how many times you explain it over and over again, like, this is the problem. They're like, well, we don't have that history. And it's like, yes, but you're perpetuating this into the present. And they're like, yeah, but we don't care. And it's like, <laughs> okay. <gasps> uh, yeah, that's a lot of cringe. This is a little cringe. That's a lot of cringe. That's a lot of cringe. Um, Anyway, so <laughs> anyway. I'm not going to talk about, like the optics of racism in East in, Asian entertainment in anime, yeah. or in Asian entertainment in general. Cause that's, that's, that's another a podcast. Big, that's a, that's a <laughs> 10 episode deep dive podcast series that I am Oof. not interested in doing.
1: No, I'm not ready for that.
0: But anyway, the next day, um, so like Yamadaka, like brings the energy to the doom tree and it does not respond and alan and Anne are freaking out. And so the next day, Umino and Nari were obviously absent because they got their energy stolen. But so are <laughs> and Anne. Like they always do. Like they always- oh Poor Nari. This is like, what, the fifth time? This week, yeah. No. This- Like, in these 13 episodes, this is like the fifth time. She's just- a oh, Poor Naru. She deserves so much better. Um, I, you but Aeon and I Anne almost- are absent. I, I almost
1: kind of wish they would have done something like that. Like, maybe after a while, she started to, like, build up a resistant to having her energy drain. And, like, maybe she would get her own powers in the future where it's just, like, somebody drains her and she just, like, bounces back. She just becomes, like, the immortal Naru or something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if if it was possible to get, like, an audience with Naoko Takeichi, like, that would be something. It's just, like, could Naru, like... This is something that is explored in the live action. Naru is not, Naru matters. Uh-huh. So, you'll, you'll get to that. Okay, I'll um, get to that. But the next day, because Ail and Anne are absent, Usagi knows why Umino and Naru are absent. She knows, she was there when like their energy got stolen. But she's concerned about Ail and Anne. And so she go, she drags Ami and Mako-chan to go visit them. Makoto does not want to visit them.
1: I love her react. I love Mako's
0: reaction to this whole thing. But yeah. This is like the first episode where her friend, like a friend acts in her best interest.
1: Yeah. 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 Seriously.
0: In this season. Yeah. Mm hmm. So they go and visit them. And like, Ailin and Anne are wearing like matching clothes and because like couples outfit is like a thing in East Asia, Mako Chen's like, you guys look like you're a couple and not like brother and sister. And they're like, well, we're just so close. I guess like this is like whatever. It's fine. Um, we're just closer than most siblings. <laughs> hmm. Twincess is not wincess. Oh my god. (laughs) You can't even say Wincest! That's not- that doesn't mean what you think it means anymore. If you say Wincest, you're talking about Supernatural. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's the Winchester brothers. Really? Yeah, so if you say Winces, no one's gonna think, like, Incest for the Wind, they're gonna think you're talking about Supernatural and about two brothers getting it on. (laughs) Yeah, Wincest is- not what you think it is. Um, it's anyway, cringy either An- way. <laughs> Incest is bad. Don't do it. Don't do it's it. It's a taboo for a reason. Yeah. Um, An does not want to let them in. Ale is like, come on in. I love you, Usagi. And so they sit down while he's making coffee. And is just like, I came to see if you're okay because you didn't come into school. And An's like... Uh it's none of your business. Why did you show up? And Maka's like, this is BS. She jumps <laughs> up, she's like, We need to leave. You know, like you can't treat her like this. Like she cares about you, even though you've never been anything but mean to her. Like, have yeah. some goddamn sense. Right. And <laughs> Anyway, so they get up to leave and Usagi notices like the door that they have that leads to like the Doom Tree. And she's like, ooh, it's like an automatic door. So she goes to press the button, because if you see a button, you press it. And then Ale is like, no, you're not, like,
1: that room is
0: too messy. And, um, and then Ana's like, you all just need to get out. You just need to get out. And so they leave. And after that, like, Ale tells on, like, I feel something warm and nice. Like, I feel... Something good. How do you not feel it?
1: He's, like, really glad that they came to check on him. And it's not even, like, this time, like, even though he's been, like, crushing on Usagi this whole time, his reaction isn't, like, a romantic love in this situation. He seems just like, hey, they came and checked on us,
0: you know? Yeah. These are clearly two people that have never had external sympathy shown them. Yeah. And he's very receptive to it. Yeah. So anyways, the next day, Usagi goes by herself because she wants to check in on them. And um, Ale invites her in for cake. And while they're distracted, Usagi opens the door and the tree kind of sends out a tendril and grabs her. And so like Ale immediately like shuts the door and there's like this thing that's like kind of in her hair. And he's like, sorry, there's the botanic experiment. That's just like, that's why you can't open the door. And Usaki's like, okay? And An is like, you need to leave. You need to get out. And so she leaves. And then Ail and Ed find that the Doom Tree has sprouted a bud. And they're like, this happened because it stole Usagi's energy. Uh huh. So we need to throw her in front of this Doom Tree. Yeah. And Cause, so. Because the whole tree itself had gone to the point
1: where it's critical. It wasn't accepting energy and it was wilting and dying very badly, like more progressive than it had been wilting in the rest of the series. So it seems virtually dead at this point,
0: but now it has a bud. And so they try to get. Before they're like, we need to steal Usagi and throw her into this tree, um, they ask Yamandaka to put the energy into this sprout, into this bud, um, to make it grow. And instead of growing, it dies yeah and they don't know what's going on and so when Usagi meets up with the with ami and makoto at school mako notices like the weird piece of the thing in her hair and so she touches it and it starts moving and they're like okay this is wrong and
1: they're like no uh,
0: they're like mm they go to the shrine luna and luna examines it and it starts to steal her energy and they're like okay I know what this is. This is a cosmic energy stealing tree. This is a makaiju. And that's when like all of the Senshi are like, oh, so they're the aliens. And Isaki's like, but they're so nice. And Isaki, again, is the only person who thinks this.
1: And And so they tell her,
0: you know, like, don't go and see them again because we have to plan out an attack. And she's like, so I'm going to go see them again. So she goes again by herself. (laughs) And when she goes to visit them, not really to visit them. She's really just kind of, like, scoping it out. But Mamoru goes with a bouquet of flowers. I don't- I think this is because he knows that they're sick or something, but I don't know how he knows this. Plot
1: convenience! She,
0: it's just plot convenience. Like, unless she called him and was like, ha, 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 I'm sick. Please come for me. And why would you go? I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. It's not He has to show clear. up because, of course, he does. And um, so he goes and hands her, he goes and hands on flowers and she feels like that same warm sensation from getting these flowers, which quickly evaporates because Usagi is behind Mamoru.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then this is when An is like, ah, I can give Usagi to the tree. So she asks Ail to show Mamoru like a view mm-hmm. and then gets Usagi into the room. I do not know so why I thought it, they Sagi- thought it was a
1: good idea to do it while Mamoru was there, though.
0: <laughs> but anyway. I mean. But they do. They- but they do. They throw Sagi in there. Yamandaka's like, I'm about to steal your energy. And then the tree talks. Yes. And then the tree's like, I have about had it with these children. And then <laughs> it shakes the whole building, bursts out of, like, the top of it. The whole, like, and- white- Captures, like, just grabs Usagi and all, and of course, like, everybody else, like, shows up. And Be- because the go. episode ends with, right, and the episode ends with Usagi screaming.
1: Yeah. So the entire building is enveloped by this tree. Like, the roots are coming out yes. the bottom, the trunk is going throughout, the roots are spreading throughout it, and the,
0: the branches coming out the top. It's fun times. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's great. So... The Senshi want to attack, but Mars is like, wait, like, this tree isn't just a tree. It's alive. It's yeah. sentient. And so the Makaiji, like, actually lets them in. Um, But once it lets them in, it traps them, and then it shoots acid at them. And so then they have to uh, attack, and then they climb through an elevator shaft. Um, Which is really But then confusing. basically... It- I was going to say, it's really
1: confusing, because at this point, like... This thing is sentient. We know it's sentient at this point, but it attacks.
0: (laughs) It's evil. Right. It lets them in and then it attacks. And so it's very confusing. Maybe it's because it doesn't know what they're going to do. Maybe. So it's just kind of like, or maybe it's like, you are going to interfere before I finish teaching these children a lesson. I guess. And so, (gasps) which, Um. like, I guess I get, but it's weird. But anyway, the makaiju is holding Usagi and Mamoru captive. Um, Ale confesses his love for Usagi and An gets angry and Um, Ale is like no like the what I feel for her is very different from what I feel for you and so but they're both jealous of like the other person right like Ale right. is jealous of that Mamoru that An is interested in Mamoru and An is jealous that Ale is into Usagi and so they start commanding the Dean tree to take each of them are like take Usagi's energy take Mamoru's energy And, like, don't, just take it from one person, not both of them. The tree's like, I'm gonna take it from both of them. I'm gonna take all the energy. (laughs) It's like, look, I don't care. I'm taking it all. Uh, Yeah, I'm just gonna take this energy. And they're like, hey, you can't do that. Um, And then. And it's very dramatic. Yeah, the tree (laughs) kind of, like, loosens its grip and then, like, sends a blast of energy at Ail and Anne. Mm Mm-hmm. And so... And
1: then we finally start to get backstory.
0: <laughs> then we finally start to get backstory, like, all of a sudden she show up, Sailor Moon, Usagi transforms into Sailor Moon, Ael and Anne are like, what? Um, And then she asks Mamoru, like, remember who you are. And he kind of can't, but he holds on to her. And then Ael and Anne kind of realize like what they were doing was futile. Yeah. They're both devastated and like ale straight up tells the tree to destroy the earth <laughs> <laughs> and on attacks sailor moon and on attack sailor moon um but well sailor moon i'm on room but sailor moon like blocks it and takes the whole attack because she's like i do not care what happens to me i have to protect him and that's when like Ail and like starts screaming about how they have only ever like their whole life has just been fighting to survive. It's just them floating through space, landing on whatever planet they had, stealing whatever energy they could get so that they could survive because all they know is suffering and pain because what they grew up around, like all of the people of their species basically fought each other into death.
1: And it doesn't really explain why it just explains like, There was a planet, the tree was there, the tree got lonely, and he created
0: all these beings, but they started
1: fighting and killing each other. They started fighting
0: for power. Yeah. Power amongst each other. I mean, we're human. Like, people will do horrible things for just the perception of power, not even real power. Right. Um
1: they've got the last two little alien babies and like what does it, does something happen to the planet or does
0: like the tree just up and leave okay so hold on okay hey, so Ma- sailor moon shields mamoru on mm-hmm. is just f- attacking people moonlight Knight appears on like tells them like this is what our life was she throws moonlight night against the tree um the tree like Opens up, gets a whole bunch of energy and throws Roots out against the aliens. And then Ann jumps in front of Ale to protect him. And then, like, dies in his arms. And Ale is upset. Obviously. And that's when like Sailor Moon's like yelling at the tree to stop. And that's when the tree is like, here's the backstory.
1: Yeah, you did miss one key point, though. So, like, Ale and Ann had been watching as Mamoru and Usagi were like Trying to protect each other, like back and forth. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting there like, why do they keep putting themselves in harm's way in order to um, protect the other person? Like, that's weird. And Ale is especially interested in this, but An really doesn't care. That's why it's such a big moment because, like, it's slowly starting. They're slowly starting to get the idea of, like, what the heck love means. And Anne isn't getting it. Ale is starting to see it. That's why it's such a big moment when Anne actually throws herself in the way to protect Ale. Because apparently that's the first time they've had that kind of a inclination to actually put, even though they say they love each other, to actually put the other person first in some way. Right.
0: Right, because this whole time they've been saying, like, "What you if you want love, you have to take it. Right. So but they, they don't understand being free- selfless. Right. Real love is supposed to be freely given. And mm-hmm. so the, the tree, you know, it's like this is what the reality was. And so Ael and Anne, when they were born, basically all they ever saw were their people fighting and killing each other. So they had nobody. And so the tree is like, I have been trying to tell you, this whole time, you don't need to steal energy, you just need to love each other. But they never like had the example of love. And it tried to make them realize that by dying, which is I I mean was honestly that- it's a it's a very like dissy move. Like <laughs> like this is like classic emotional manipulation by like a dissy parent, like if you don't do this, like, I might as well just die. You're killing me. I'm going to die. <laughs> no! You're the reason. Oh, no. You're the reason why I'm dying. This is why <laughs> I'm no. Except these two did not know this tree was sentient. These two did not know that that's what it was trying to communicate. This tree has never told them anything. It never spoke before. They're like, holy smokes, the tree is talking. It's like, you could have
1: explained this. This whole time. You could have just said, like, this is not the way. <laughs> and if you didn't want energy, why did you keep accepting energy? Like right,
0: it's so, it's so dumb. But anyway, the tree is still dying. The sense. tree is like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Again, it's an ending to a really ridiculous arc. And it feels very, like, this is something that was written by men.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but all you need is love. It's like, wait.
0: What? <laughs> it's like, what? that's not how the power of love stories are supposed to go, but whatever. Sailor Manda's Moon does <laughs> Moon Princess Halation. The tree, like, disappears and turns into, like, a seed. Like, just this tiny, like, little. It turns into a baby group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love that when she uses Moon Princess Halation, the Doom Tree says refresh. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> um,. Anyway, the Moonlight Knight, after all of this, because Ail and Anne, because, so, like, after all of this, Moonlight Knight reveals, like, I am actually Mamoru, but I'm, like, the part of him that remembers our past. So this is, like, the, this is the unconscious desire of Mamoru to protect you, even though he didn't remember. So it's literally, Moonlight Knight is an astral projected form (laughs) But he's solid. A solid astral projected form
1: that can make his own choices and his own poor costume choices. In
0: fairness, Mamoru does possess a star seat. So like he has the power. Okay. Like it's not like knowing what we know about like the series in the future. Like, no, it makes it like he does have power. It's never explicitly shown in the anime, which is why this is like okay, whatever. Random. But we so know random. that he does. He does have power. He does have abilities. He is able to protect stuff. But he's like, this is who I am. And now that his memory is coming back, I'm going to go back. And so he merges. Mama wakes up and, like, sees Sailor Moon and is like, oh, hey, it's you. I love you. Yeah. Um, Because Sailor Moon... my girlfriend! Yeah, because... (laughs) Oh, yeah! We died a couple times. (laughs) For each other! For each other! (laughs) Like, we need... We need to stop doing that. (laughs) Here we go again. Okay. Yeah. But again, because Sailor Moon is all powerful, like her Moon Princess Halation brings on back to life. And the makaiju is, like I said, like just a baby group. And so the two of them find a plate, like take the sprout and are like, we've learned a lot from you. uh, Which is, you could have learned a lot in half the time. If your tree had bothered to talk to you. If it you. spoke. <laughs> but they leave Earth so they can find a new planet where they can make it grow and prosper, but this time in the right way.
1: I I kind of wish they would have just stayed on Earth. Like, I, I, I know it wouldn't have worked because the rest of the series doesn't remember that they ever existed. But like... Yeah. I, I think it would have been cool if they're like, we're just gonna go to another place here on Earth and settle down there and learn what love means. Because, yeah, but no, they're we're like, gonna go to Brazil. <laughs> uh, there's
0: enough, okay, you know, I can. There's a lot of I jacked just, up plants there, so I mean, well, no. Like, here's the thing. This is like, so every time like a famous person is on Twitter, there's always somebody from Brazil telling them to come to Brazil. <laughs> This is like a small internet meme of like come <laughs> to Brazil.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: Why? But also like who's going to notice the makaiju in the Amazon rainforest? Exactly. Nobody.
1: It's good, nobody. Really, that's a great place to hide it.
0: It would be great to just have like the makaiju, like settle down the Amazon rainforest and help protect like the native tribes that still live in the Amazon Ooh, from like the yeah. from the garbage that is the Brazilian government. Um
1: alternate timelines.
0: Alternate a timeline. When Nari was a god. <laughs> I mean, like, the Sailor Moon universe, like, everything ends up being a utopia because of Neo-Queen Serenity. But it's fine.
1: Yay, imperialism!
0: <laughs> Look, I'm, a, I'm behind it as long as it results in a utopia. <laughs> <laughs> that's not imperialism, it's utopia that's different. It, is it ruled? Is it an empire at the head? I wouldn't say it's an empire. It's a kingdom, but it's basically just like, Mm. nobody needs to fight because everybody's needs are met. Gotcha. And it's headed by a queen. It's headed by a queen. Who, frankly, probably does not do a lot of work. But (laughs) we don't know, because Sailor Moon's (laughs) not about the politics of utopia. (laughs) Anyway, Ail and Anne leave. It's Uh, about girls
1: with pretty hair and pretty costumes fighting bad guys.
0: That's it. And uh, the Senshi tease Isagi for showing off her boyfriend. And uh, that's it. That's (laughs) the end of the Doomtree arc. And suck as much as they have been this entire season. It's like, you guys should seriously care more that they're back together. Right? They should celebrate this. It's like. The prince and princess are together again. Finally reunited! Yay! We're all alone! Again, this... We all have a memory. Again, it it feels very shonen-esque. Like, that's something that, like... That's something that would happen in Dragon Ball Z, you know? Like, I could see Yamcha and Tien, like, making fun of Goku like that, you know? Gee,
1: sure is nice that your family's not dead anymore. Ah, ha, ha,
0: ha, ha. Oh, God. But it's definitely, like, watching it now as an adult. is bizarre. It's bizarre, but it also just feels like this was written by men. <laughs> this was written by men who didn't really bother to understand, like, the kind of story Sailor Moon was telling. Yeah. Um, or understand the perspective of girls. It's really just like, this is a shallow, like this is what I observe in the behavior of women around me or like what I see in dramas or movies. And it's not really like the lived in experience of women that you see more in the manga or even in the live action. Yeah. So this arc just felt very, very, male to me yeah. it's very <laughs> it, it it's very um i find
1: it very cartoony this whole season um to the point that like nothing deep is explored um there's a lot more comedy
0: involved
1: and like surrealist humor you know that's all the whole thing is yeah. just very surreal it's a surreal season which is probably exactly why my brother and I, this was like our favorite season as kids. Oh yeah, this would this would this one hundred percent
0: so I'm sure appealed to the target audience when it came out. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is ex- this fits exactly the definition of filler episodes for an yeah. anime. Yeah, I, I So they had filler it... and they fulfilled filler.
1: Yeah, I think it's also just because my brother and I both really enjoy, even before we knew the word, we really enjoy surrealist humor. Like he's, Mm. he's been putting out some short clips of, um, of like mocap, uh, animation. Not mocap. Uh, Uh, what do you call it? It's not mocap. It's rotoscoped. Rotoscoped animation. It is super awkward, super uncanny, really weird. Uh... And that's just us. We've just always liked, like, does that make sense? No, not really. Nothing makes sense. You know, and that's the humor. <laughs> you
0: know? Right. Uh,
1: yeah, no, it's a fun yeah. season. It's so weird. It it doesn't delve into emotions hardly at all. And when it does, it doesn't do anything with it. It does it badly. It does it badly. The most fleshed out relationship was between Anne and Usagi. Like honestly, like if this was the only season of Sailor Moon, like I would have shipped those too because like Usagi didn't have mm-hmm. any rapport with Mamoru. Nobody had rapport with Mamoru.
0: Um, <laughs> <It's-> Mamoru was <laughs> completely superfluous except in that one episode with the baby.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Usagi had way more chemistry with with Anne. Um, and Al was a much better boyfriend to Asagi than Mamoru was in this one, you know? Um.
0: (laughs) Or kind of is in, like, the rest of Sailor Moon R. Right. We'll get to that. We'll get there. There were a a lot of directorial, there were a lot of changes in the story of Sailor Moon R from the manga, which, um, made me go, that was a choice. That was a choice. <laughs> you know? so It's yeah. like, mm, this is going to have far-reaching effects on the next story that comes out. Because it's clearly not going to end with Sailor Moon R. Um, right. <laughs> but again, like, I also have to, like, give the animators and the writers and the voice actors, you know, credit. Because they have to do this in an incredible time crunch. You know? Right. So, it's like, this wasn't great. But also, you probably didn't have time to make it great.
1: Right. It was a fun was the, romp, though. This was
0: the 90s. Network TV was the only thing you had.
1: Right. And the the fact is, that this this little arc, um, it does fulfill, it fulfills a filler season. It's not great, but it was entertaining. You know, mm-hmm. you, you were certainly entertained the entire time you're watching it.
0: Does it make sense? And it's complete? No. <laughs> And it's completely memorable, so it means oh, yeah. that. Great, you know, like yeah, everyone's like, "That was that was a weird arc," but nobody forgets it. It's completely unforgettable. It's the fever dream arc. <laughs> yeah, it's just one big fever dream, and I love it. <laughs> it's wonderful. I mean, it's all worth it for this for the Snow White episode alone.
1: I kind of want to do an on-cosplay now. Maybe that's a thing that should happen.
0: <laughs> I mean, go for it. That wig wouldn't be hard to I mean, do. It's a... Tr-
1: it's, it's, no. It's, it's a
0: mullet. I mean, it's a traditional yeah. mullet. <laughs> it's a it's a big fluffy mullet, and all you need is a bodysuit and, like, maybe some PVC piping. Yeah. And some spray paint.
1: I wouldn't even need, like, body paint for my whole body. It's really just the face... No.
0: You could wear gloves instead of putting paint on your hand. I would do that, yeah. I would wear green gloves. With nails. We're doing this. (laughs) You're doing this. I'm not cosplaying as them.
1: I'm doing this. (laughs) And I I need to either rope in my boyfriend or my brother.
0: (laughs) (laughs) for Ale. (laughs) Oh, no. Both would be appropriate. (laughs)
1: Yay!
0: Oh. oh, gosh. The next time we meet, we're going to get into, like, the actual meat of this season of Sailor Moon R, which is the actual Black Moon Clan arc. Yes! Um, it's a huge departure between the anime and the manga, so uh, definitely have to finish watching that season so that I and make notes so that I can be like, this is the difference, because um, there's a lot uh there's a lot there's so many differences between the two of them this this uh, is but we'll get to that Let we get to that in yeah. the meantime oh in the are we wrapping up okay uh yeah, I figured okay have to go right no, you're right. I just looked at the same all right in the meantime, you can find us at OshiokyoThePodcast the podcast at gmail dot com um maybe by the time. Something like these episodes are actually put up. I'll f- make a Twitter, but in the meantime, you can just email us your comments, your suggestions, your questions, um, your hatred. It's fine.
1: Hate but, us, uh, you'll feel yeah, We
0: will,
1: you'll feel the hatred Makai will, tree.
0: <laughs> your hatred will feel you, will fuel us. Like, unlike the Makaiju, we don't feed off of love, we feel off of hate. We feed off of hatred. We're the Nega so. Makaiju, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, like I said, uh Oshio Kiyo, the podcast at gmail.com. Uh and until next time, guys. Skiny Oshio Oshiakyo.